up guys welcome to episode one of the knuckleheads podcast i'm really really excited for today's episode you know i wanted to start with someone that really means something dearly to me if you know this guy then you know that our dynamic is very different but we have hit it off since day one i'm definitely city life and a rapper and he's country boy and a singer um he's been a part of my life now for Quite a couple years, I truly consider him not just a friend, but uh, another brother to me. You know, I joke and call him, uh, I call myself his manager. He's actually born and raised in a place that's near and dear to my heart, Forsyth, Georgia. Uh, I moved there a few years back, and that's actually kind of how we met each other, through mutual friends. His family's actually become another family to mine, and, you know, his child's another nephew of mine as well, so I got a lot of those little nephews running around, since I don't have kids of my own. Mm. I don't want to get into too much more in depth because I really want him to kind of tell his story. So I really want you to hear it from him himself. So I guess without further ado, Caleb Dunn. What's going on, Mr. Gator? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so how's everything? Everything good? Another day in paradise, bro. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. So I guess let's really just kind of jump sh- straight into it. And start with the question number uh, one that I really have here. Like, tell me how you really got started in the music. I, I don't even fully know all this, so it's, it's good for uh, <laughs> yeah beyond just the people knowing, but good for me, mine and your friendship as well. So. I don't I don't really talk about it a whole lot, um, but it all started, I guess, when I was real real young, probably seven seven or eight maybe. Uh, my mom thought it would be a good idea to have me learn an instrument, and that instrument that I started with was the piano. Um, I took like two years of piano lessons, I think, and then I realized that um, a piano player in uh, 1999 was not pulling <laughs> any girls. Um <laughs> So I had to so switch it up. So girls was the reason why you figured what you wanted to do. Yeah, what you yeah. based your decisions um, around. Oh, that was my ulterior motive. But um, I also kind of sucked at the piano. So one Christmas I asked for a guitar, and um, and me and my dad went down a couple weeks before Christmas and went down to a pawn shop down in Macon, Georgia, just down the road, and uh, and we bought a what was it? It was a PV electric guitar i didn't even have an amp for it okay so you started with electric yeah i just uh it was this old pv um stratocaster kind of kind of thing not actually a fender obviously but we uh didn't have an amp for it so it really just sounded like a bunch of metal strings just clanging together on top of a kid not knowing how to play it but i got a couple lessons and really mostly learned everything that i know how to do now off of Google, just Google and YouTube, like right when YouTube first came out, um, was Google. I'm glad you could figure it out off YouTube because yeah. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, my my teacher that I had at the time was he he told me that my strum patterns were really good, but but a lot of other stuff was lacking. So I, at least I have a little bit of rhythm. It doesn't prove to be so sure whenever I'm um, up at the up at the Okra on some nights and have had a couple too many to drink. 
and you start picking on me for not being able to dance. That's my rhythm's in my right hand, not in my whole body. <laughs> so yeah, so. My, my rhythm's in my body, not in my hand. So. <laughs> Um, it started there. That's where. That's pretty cool. much where where my interest the, in the music young age started. Of it. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. So obviously now you're kind of like cover artist and and all that. Like, what kind of got you into really playing gigs? And because I've seen you at all these like restaurants and bars and things playing. So what what kind of got you into all that? Um. Well, I. I guess that goes from. I really need to start with I, I after I learned how to play the guitar and realized that I could kind of sing a little bit. I I got really I was involved already with my church um, and I played in the praise band there and we led led worship services and stuff like that on Sunday mornings and then for the youth um, Sunday evenings and um, so that's kind of where I started getting in front of crowds. But I kind of took a, a hiatus from that after after I really got really involved in high school with sports and girls and schoolwork and work work and were you a kicker or something no or no I that was, no, no I wasn't else. a kicker what did what did what no you soccer I was I played soccer, soccer. I was yeah. trying I knew you did something with kicking I was like wait a minute yeah, I can't remember I, what it was yeah I, was I didn't long, know if it I was, was a, if it was a uh, kicker for football team but it was uh somebody else but yeah I was a lawn fairy he was a what? A lawn fairy. Okay, a lawn yeah, fairy. Okay. I can't say that I've heard that <laughs> term, but well, I had a girlfriend that used to call me that. So, anyways, but um, but yeah, where was I? Oh, I took a hiatus um from uh from playing music in the praise band, and uh, went on into college and uh, and played in another praise band there in college for a little bit, where I met um, a good buddy of mine that is a phenomenal guitar player, lead guitar player, Jacob Davis. He's I was say, is that going to be Jacob? Because I got to meet him through you. Yeah, so. that dude That dude can shred. That um, he can. But uh, shout out to <laughs> Jacob Davis, uh, Big Wiggly or something like that. <laughs> Piggly Wiggly, I don't remember. On Facebook. He really Instagram. is a phenomenal On Instagram. If you go to my Instagram, we'll, we'll split that in there at the end of the episode. <laughs> you can find him, Big Wiggly. D or something like that. He's <laughs> he's the bomb. Give him a follow. We'll find that. Um, anyways, I met I met Jacob down there. We played together. We really we really learned um, a pretty good chemistry with one another. And he's come and played with me a couple of times. Um, but after after college, I started working um, worked for the local sheriff's office here and uh, and moved on into uh, into more of an adult life and, and then kind of put music on the back burner for a while until. Um, I had I'd met the woman I'm married to now, Claudia. She's a she. We were dating at the time, and uh, it came time when I decided that I was going to propose to her. And uh, I'd been talking to her for the last year or two um, prior to this that I really wanted to get back into into playing music, and I wanted to play gigs of my own, and um, and just kind of really try and, and break into that scene. And she. Uh, she had always encouraged me to do that, but I never did. Um, so I had planned on the night that I proposed to her would be also the first night that I ever played kind of a gig of my own. Well, with the help of a friend, he uh, he was play- a friend of mine was playing a gig um, at what is now Jonas on Johnston. At the time, it was the Anvil Room. Um, for now, it's technically me. an apartment. But yeah, well, technically now it's somebody's same apartment. people. It, but yeah. anyways, a- anyhow. Um, but uh, but that night we um, I went up there and I decided that I was gonna 
I asked him if I could play with him, um, just kind of have have a set of my own, uh, just to kind of feel out the the playing music in front of a crowd scene that that wasn't in a church. And so I, I did, and it went well. And I had planned to surprise my wife with an engagement ring, well, girlfriend at the time, um, with an engagement ring um, at the end of my set, just to just to kind of level out my nervousness. I figured if I did something that I was more nervous of, that I would do better. I was going to say, that sounds thing. like a lot of nerves in one night. It was but. a lot of nerves at one <laughs> night. Um, I was pretty much shaking from the start to the end, but it was it all turned out good. Uh, the My set went solid, and I'm now married to her, and we've got a little boy of our own now uh, a couple of years later. And, and what, just I know this, but I don't remember the exact song. What was the song, was it, that you told her? Oh, that, yeah. Uh, her favorite song to hear me play when I'd play and at home was uh, Forever Girl by John Langston. And, uh, and I played it one night for her, played it really well. And, uh, and then I told her after I got done playing it that the next time she heard me play that song uh, was going to be on the night that I proposed to her. And so... That is adorable. That being said, I know. <laughs> I just, I, I threw it off the rip. I'm just a playboy like that, you know. So, but, uh, no, we, um... And so at the end of my set, I then played Forever Girl and uh, and then explained all of she that. Knew. <laughs> yeah, explained all of that to the crowd afterwards, and it made for a really video. nice. She started crying moment, as soon as and, she started playing. Yeah, everybody was crying. It was like <laughs> it was like the old Mulgy River had flooded in there. So, all right. um, yeah. All right. So well, that that's kind of where I started playing a g- like playing gigs of of my own after that set. Um, it took another year or two, and then I, I really um, just said, screw it, Caleb, you got nothing to lose. Go. Yeah. Uh, we had the pickled okra starting up in, in town, and um, and they had – I told them, I said, look. First kind of real entry level, yeah. putting your name out there like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, just really getting in front of a crowd and forgetting about my nerves and just doing it. And um, I believe I was there that night. Yeah? That's the first night I met you. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I thought you were a loser. But, I could see that. I mean, you still are. Yeah, well, but. I'm your favorite loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Um, cool. Well, awesome. I see. I even learned learned some off that. I knew some of it, but it's, it's always nice to learn more and more. Um, I guess with that, something that like I I kind of know you, and I know a lot like like certain aspects of you, but we've never really had an in depth conversation about it. Of like like music taste growing up for you compared to, like, music taste now. Now, I definitely know that it's country, but, like, what would you say is, who was your biggest influence growing up? If you had to pick one, who would it be? Nickelback. Don't hit me <laughs> with no sarcasm. Now, Rockstar was a hit. It was a hit. I love that song. <laughs> I, I think I had a burnt CD of that song with it on there about 15 times because I did not know that there I was... Bet you a, rode around in a jacked-up truck playing it in a Walmart parking lot, too. Hell Yeah. <laughs> I like no, it. um, or, or give me three. If you, if you had to pick multiple ones, but like growing up, like who would you say was who kind of influenced you the most? All right, when it, when when do you mean growing up? Like what Just what when age? When you were frame? younger. Don't 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 twist this. I mean, too I much. could take it. I could take it back. I mean, like who who would you like when you first started like singing songs? Like like who would you kind of like take that influence from? Of saying like oh, I kind of want to sing like them or like uh, like I'll say like this for me like. The reason I started rapping was because of Mac Miller. Right. Like, he's the reason I started rapping. I'm not saying I went after his style, yeah. but he is the reason that I did start doing what I was doing. 
Um, I'd say if you looked at if you looked at my playlist three years ago when I started gigging, um, I had a lot of Eric Church on it. I had a lot of uh, a lot of Chris Stapleton on it, and um, I really tried to. I don't want to say emulate. I wanted to kind of take a style from them and uh, from each of them and kind of turn it into my own personality. Not to say that I, I brought in a totally different personality from who I am because I'm still who I am, um, but they definitely molded me as a country music singer. I, I genuinely could see that. I see the, I see you pick up a lot of the, the, you try to pick up the voice aspects of like the Chris Stapleton, but the more, I'm going to use this loosely, but like the funner party side of like Eric Church, and I, I see like a, a good mixture of both of those. I could see that. Yeah. Interesting. That, that's kind of where I would say that I lied. I, I, I don't want to go so far as to say that because when when I tell somebody I'm a country, I, I sing country music, they're like, "Oh yeah, like Florida Georgia Line." Like, no, yeah, you're not that. Like, like Jason Aldean. No, no, neither of those. I mean, I, I I respect both of them because they have their own thing going for them. But and but they and they're appealing to country. they're appealing to different crowds. But that's not that's not what appeals to me. Um, it's more of like a I really I'm starting to kind of move into more of like an outlaw uh, country Americana country kind of maybe like a Texan bringing that like bluesy like a, feel to it. Yeah, I really like that. Um, just something that you can really really vibe to. You know, like um, it's a uh, it, it's ever changing. It, I, I'll I'll find another song and I'll I'll really kind of just pull a piece from that puzzle and then pull a piece from the next puzzle um, and just really try and bring a multitude of, of artists together. So. Well, you, you mentioned like Florida Georgia line and stuff. Let's, let's hit it like this. Let me, let me ask this question like this. If you had to give one sentence to describe the difference between past country music and today's country music, or let me refer to that pop country music. So I refer to it as if you had to describe it, the difference of it in one sentence, what would it be? I don't even need a sentence. <laughs> Commercialization of Nashville. Okay. You know, like it's it's starting. There's a younger crowd that's starting to move towards that that Nashville dream, and uh, and the and the older guys are, are. I mean, it's become songwriter culture there yeah. more than country music culture, yeah. and. And uh, it's it's I just you know I've never I've never done any recording in Nashville I've never done any 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 playing in Nashville I've been to Nashville once and bar hopped and wished that I was up on stage um, and uh, and but there is a lot about Nashville that I love I I can't wait to go back I want I would like to go over there and gig some but I don't want to try and bring any Nashville back with me um, I mean I. I'm I'm happy right where I'm at, but I would like to grow as an artist and uh, and really be able to break into my own thing. But um, but I don't want the the influence of what today's Nashville has to offer. Yeah. Um, Stay true to your roots is what. You're yeah, saying. exactly. Yeah. Um, I get but that. but yeah, with the with the new, I guess you'd call it pop country, um, because I would not label that as country music. To Today, today's country is uh, yesterday's pop music to me. Yes, yeah. And mind exactly. you, you know I love Sam Hunt, friend of friend here, <laughs> but his music is not, it has country content in the statements yeah. of like, 
back roads and kinfolk and all, all all these popular songs of his, but is it really in depth the core of it? What country music like the foundation of it is to me? No, but that's why there's also all these heated debates though about like was Old Town Road a country song? And I was like, no, it, it's not. It's a rap song that has country content about it. Like, but yet it he wanted it to be on the country radio, and then I could get going down that. But I'm not gonna do that tonight. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, could, I like I like that. I like the way you worded that. The commercialization of Nashville. Cool. What would you consider like? You know, what brought you into music, and you say you got started with piano and, and everything. But like, what would you really consider like your favorite aspect of music? Like for me, it's creating. Creating a project, watching it all come together, even if it's one song, even if it's a freestyle video, or whatever. Like, I love to create, that's my creative mind. I know that you are technically the cover artist side of things, but I would just like, what is of your side and of things? Like, what do you consider like your favorite aspect of music? Even if it was just like picking guitar, like, that's what I love to do. That, like, yeah, no, um, I'm not a good enough guitar player to really enjoy picking a guitar, yeah. um. But uh, but what what I really what I really like is just the delivery, um, like putting it out there and getting a response from the crowd and and kind of playing off of the energy that the crowd is giving me. So creating a um, mood, yeah. Doing itself uh, and I, I mean, just really, really kind of running the events of the evening for an entire room of people, um, like really being able to. Really being able to sway sway moods, and I mean, you can't tell me that when David Allen Coe's "The Ride" comes on, like you don't really you don't excited. immediately perk up, and you're like, <laughs> "Oh man, I love this song." You, I, you learned like, since day one that was one of my favorite songs. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I mean, when when fun when a fact song... about me, I've seen David Allen Coe more times than any other artist ever, but well, I guess I guess you I've seen you more than him but yeah well <laughs> but signed artist <laughs> there you go um there you go I'm not there yet yeah awesome okay well I guess with that obviously stating that you are uh, like a cover artist and you just kind of go around like to, to random bars and all but do you like plan on creating your own music and like I guess it really you, I guess for your sound would be very similar to what we discussed with like Eric Church and the Chris Stapleton vibe, but do you, I mean, do you have any plans of creating your own music? Yeah, uh, I, I, that is my biggest longing is to be able to write my own content, be able to write my own music, and deliver it to a crowd, and they accept it to, to just as just as they would any other song that comes across my set list. Um, I've I've got I'm, I'm steady making new friends in uh, in the business. And um, and I've actually um, we're trying to get some things in motion to to have some some writer sessions and and get together with other um, country artists in in the middle Georgia area and not even just country artists. There's other extremely talented writers from other venues or from other genres that that are very open minded to to what I'm I'm looking to write. Um, so we're we're trying to trying to let get past the holidays and everything else that's going on 
in uh in life and uh it's we're really in kind of a busy season right now but as soon as everything slows down a bit um maybe a little closer towards summer y'all can be looking out for for some original content of my own um so we're we're it's fingers crossed i can i can just sit down and have a good writer session and maybe some of these uh some of these guys and influences can really help me open up a door that that for some reason my brain leaves closed um is what I'm I'm really hoping for. Look forward to some original content, but you did just recently go to the studio, I believe. Yeah, just uh, two weeks ago, I guess. I spent uh, all day on a Saturday uh, in the studio up in Griffin, um, up at Hey Hey Studios. Shout out, there's another one. Um, y'all go follow go follow him on on Instagram. He's posting pictures like every day. Man works hard. Um, but he, uh, he does a, he's, he does a fine job, um, from, from all of his other can, projects. Can you say, I know, I know I, I, you mentioned this to me that, that the song will, you'll have the song that you covered come and can you tell us what it is? You want to wait and let that be a surprise. Uh, wait. Okay. Um, I haven't really, I don't think I've told anybody to be honest with you. Um, I don't of, even remember, so I think you yeah, mentioned it to me. I, mean, but I, I don't mentioned remember. it to you. I did. I mentioned but it to you. But I just wanted. I kind of wanted it to be a surprise I've, to me as well. So I've told a handful of people, and we have a little project that um, that me and another media friend are working on, um, and uh, I'm I'm still kind of battling with if I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna release it whenever I get the uh, the final the final cut back, or if I'm gonna just wait. Um, and wait for this this full project to be finished um, uh, before I release it all. So you can either look to uh, to have something by the end of uh, January or pos- and if we wait to do it after everything's done and said, you're probably looking at a little closer to the end of February. So it's uh it's coming and it's in the works. Um, my hands are off of it now. Yeah. So I get that. Yep. I guess one more kind of real main question, like, what are, like, I know you, obviously you, you bounce around to these bars and you play at restaurants and bars and whatever and gigs and wherever you can get them, but what are some, like, would you consider, like, your biggest battles going through that right now as, like, this up-and-coming artist trying to, like, build a name for yourself? Even if, like I said, I know it may just be covers, but you're still trying to build a name for yourself and... Everybody that created music started yeah. covering songs yeah, that I know sure. of. I don't know anybody that just jumped in head first. I mean, yeah. you gotta you gotta develop in some way. But what do you what, like? I said, what would you be con- consider one of your biggest battles? Um, I would say just the convenience of getting gigs close to home. Um, it's it's starting to get a little little more difficult. Um, I am I am uh, I, I'm I'm very blessed with being able to get. Um, some venues, period. Um, but a lot of them are 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half drive away. Um, and, and working a full-time job Monday through Friday, being on call on some weekends, um, having an, having a six month old at the house. Um, it, it gets kind of, I mean, it gets kind of stressful, but we, we seem to manage. Um, and, uh, but I'm, I'm really trying to, to break into to some new areas that are that are closer to home 
Um, it's just it's just pretty difficult when you don't have any um, any any recorded content of your own. So that's yeah. another thing that I'm no demo right exactly something that you can send them in an email and they can listen to immediately and not have to go to a Facebook page or an Instagram yeah. and listen to a video of you playing yeah. in in front of the camera sitting at your kitchen table yeah. or something that somebody filmed. Um, yeah, well, it uh, looks professional mediocre, to have. Yeah, when you can send them direct. Re- Studio right. quality recordings, exactly, like, and and that that's that's the issue. A lot of the a lot of these places that I've reached out to will not touch you until they can they can have something um, that they can they can really um, have here tangibly and know what they're going for. Yeah, okay. cool. So. Well, that kind of really concludes uh, most of all the questions that I I have for you here. Um, I'm sure one day we can uh, ho- hopefully when you get some some good solid content, new songs and stuff, some some original content, shall I say. I'd love to get you on here and discuss some more of about those songs and even getting in depth with some of those as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess to kind of round it out, do you have any upcoming gigs? If you will, go ahead and plug in your social media, let everybody know where to find you to keep up with all those gigs that you have coming and um, just kind of let them know what's up. I do know we've got uh, December 28th. Um, I will be over in Warm Springs, Georgia um, at Meriwether State Company. Um, I was, uh, uh, and then I'm going to be spending New Year's, uh, December 31st, New Year's Eve, <clears throat> uh, playing at uh, at the Tipsy Daisy in Molina, Georgia. Um, Tipsy Daisy. If you've not been there yet, it's a phenomenal yeah, place. It's a great place. It's a it's a it's a real slick venue. They've just opened. But um, me and uh, there's there's going to be another um, another girl, uh, Callista Clark, is going to be playing there um, just before me, and uh, then we'll be ringing in the New Year's. And then after that, I will be back here in Forsyth, Georgia, on January fourth. That's the first Saturday of the new year. Um, be back up here at the pickled okra. Cool. So, so you got you got a lot of those lined up. Yeah, I've I've got uh, I've got another pickled okra lined up for the first Saturday in February actually, cool. and uh, I'm gonna be having Logan Winkles join me. We're gonna awesome. be doing a, a Nashville, uh, kind of like an, a Nashville singer songwriter set. Um, just going back and forth, maybe adding a little bit to one don't, another. Don't commercialize it though. Yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. That, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Love you, Logan. <laughs> I had to do that. <laughs> uh, cool. What's your uh, Instagram, Facebook? Let them know that part. Uh, you can find me at on Facebook, Caleb Dunn Music. Just search that; it'll take you there. Same on Instagram. As and well. same on Instagram, uh, Caleb at or uh, Instagram at Caleb Dunn Music. And uh, follow me on both of those uh, little outlets, and you can see little snippets of of songs and videos and uh, new gigs coming up. And love to see y'all somewhere. And uh, hopefully, you'll have a drink in your hand and you'll stick around for a while. So, well, yep. thanks again for doing this. I'm grateful that you are the very first episode of mine. Me too. Since thanks for having me. I had definitely a, blast. Uh, a, a gonna not just a friend now but i know you're gonna be a long time friend in life so certainly i uh greatly appreciate you having me uh, great appreciate you (laughs) coming on look i'm getting (laughs) tongue-tied here i greatly appreciate you coming on (laughs) yeah no thanks for Um, having me so yeah well 
I guess until next time, we'll uh, like I said, we'll we'll do this again once we we get some more content in there. So and then we'll go from there. Cool. See you at the beer cooler. No, I like it. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Get them up! 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 Get them up!